Welcome to the Be Transformed podcast where we're having ongoing digital discipleship conversations about when and where the kingdom and the culture collide. Welcome to episode 34. Today's episode is Freedom and Justice. We want to talk about a cultural phenomenon that is currently taking place. Recently on July 4th, Angel Studios released a movie called Sound of Freedom. Um, Angel Studios used equity crowdfunding and 7,000 people invested to make this film happen. The budget was $14.5 million and it has already done $45.7 million. It outperformed the new Indiana Jones movie Dial of Destiny at the box office, yet the New York Times and the LA Times at this point have refused to write a review of the movie. The movie was written by Alejandro Monteverde, starring Jim Cavaziel, who is Tim Ballard in the movie. Tim Ballard is a real-life hero. Uh, Tim was an HSI, or Homeland Security Investigator, who opened a not-for-profit called Operation Underground Railroad, and they um, are actively rescuing people. Um, I have a friend who is involved in one of their stings in Haiti. Uh, you can also watch another movie called Operation Toussaint, which is about Tim Ballard in Haiti. And I can vouch for that movie because I have a very, very, very good friend who was behind one of the stings at a hotel that we used to chill out and vacation at and even bring missions teams on their beach day to a place called Calico Beach and now uh, it has become, I believe, a Doubletree Hotel. Mm. Uh, but So the, the legitimacy of the movie is very real. I think, first of all, uh, on a practical note, I think that they did an excellent job uh, with the sound, cinematography, the pace of the movie. I think that they did a really great job of showing the horrific things that happened without making the children actors overly vulnerable yeah i think that they did uh, a really great job with that movie and i think it's a movie that if you're listening to this you should probably either have uh seen it or you should definitely go out and see it um because the numbers of uh are, are absolutely like really alarming and so for the society to be downplaying the reality of human trafficking is really is really ignorant um i'm gonna give you just some now this is from uh the un so this is not like from you know someone's you know website and their mom's basement this is like these are legitimate statistics um out of human trafficking 79 percent is sexual exploitation um is that globally? That's globally. The victims of sexual exploitation are predominantly women and girls. Surprisingly, 30% of the countries which have provided information on the gender traffickers, women make up the largest proportion of traffickers. It's crazy. Not just those being trafficked. Yeah. So it's women trafficking women. Mm-hmm. Um, and you saw that in Sound of Freedom. Yeah. That was what they depicted. They depicted yeah. a poor family, um, 
who were vulnerable mm-hmm. economically, and so they were seduced by a false promise through a talent agency in Honduras, and that's kind of how the movie kicks off. Sadly, women are a more effective bait because you assume they're safer in this realm. So people yeah. are more trusting on women. Yeah. 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 yeah, and so it's it's really a very, very... Um, urgent thing yeah now an- another thing too um 20 percent of all trafficking victims are children what was the percentage 20 yeah. percent now watch this however in some parts of africa and the mekong region uh, children are the majority in west africa up to a hundred percent are no. children Jeez. Jesus. so this is a this is a really serious issue. In the movie, they said you know you can sell cocaine once, you can sell a child or a woman, you know, ten times a day mm-hmm. for ten years. Yeah. Um, and so it's really a real issue. And so for media to be downplaying the 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 issue and how deep and wide the issue is is really unfair yeah, i mean more than just downplaying totally misrepresenting the film the content the message yes and making it something that's totally not what it was yeah yeah and and to one of the things that we do as humans is we label people that we don't want to listen to so they go oh that's a QAnon conspiracy the movie was made five years before <laughs> Uh, QAnon even became a thing Mm -hmm. which in my opinion QAnon came and went Mm -hmm. and it's not really even a thing and the the CIA are the people who made a conspiracy theory and so what they did was they they used that to discredit people Mm -hmm. so if I say oh you're you're for example if I say to you tell me about building 7 on 9-11 People go, you're a conspiracy guy. I'm just asking you how a building that nothing hit just fell down. <laughs> Pancaked. Pancaked. Yeah. That's all I'm asking you. So, like, I'm not saying it's a full-on conspiracy. I'm just here to ask some questions. And we are living in a time where people have become so deceived and so delusional that if you ask questions that challenges the narrative, they label you so people won't listen to you and they try to discredit you, but they won't give legitimate answers to your questions. So, you know, getting back to the movie, the film was completed in 2018. Uh, Fox Century owned it. However, they were purchased by Disney. Disney uh, had it on the shelf for a while, and then Angel Studios came in and bought it. They presented it to about 100,000 investors, 7,000 people really were the equity crowdfunding way in which uh, this happened. And they raised $5 million in two weeks Mm -hmm. through a pay it forward thing. And they... They obviously more than made their money back, which I'm happy oh, that they yeah. made their money back and, because and still going to make more. Yeah, they're going to make a ton of more, yeah. and and it's it's very expensive to care for poor or vulnerable people, or it's just really expensive and dangerous. So I'm I'm really happy um, that this happened, but you know, and and just another side note, just a cultural side note, uh, Jim Cavazil was christ he was he played jesus mm-hmm. uh in the passion of the christ 
uh, which is great. And he's also really excellent in a series called Person of Interest. Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No. For our listeners, I, I like uh, I like these type of shows. So in this show, he's like, he's hired by a billionaire, kind of like a tech billionaire. And he's an old army ranger. And there's technology that catches crimes before they happen. Mm. And so he gets dis- like dispatched to go and basically stop a crime or prevent a crime. And he's paid by this billionaire. She's kind of like a one man protecting mm-hmm. team. And he really did an excellent job. Phenomenal uh, actor. He, yeah. he, he brought me to tears like so many moments in that, in that movie. And just, yeah, just take away step aside from the controversy and the content, just from a film standpoint, it was an excellent movie. It was an just excellent from, movie. Just from, yeah. That alone. Yeah. It, it was an excellent movie. And I, I think that there's something that is happening that I think it would be wise for us to step back and see. We we are we live in America. We I appreciate America. I'm thankful for America. There's a lot of things about our culture that I really appreciate. Like we're sitting here with two MacBooks, and um, we love our iPhones. And there's there's a lot of things that is really we're thankful for. I'm I, I think that are they're great. Um, but there's a cultural thing that's happening that I think it'd be really important for us to just press pause and and really marinate in the reality of what just happened this movie outperformed indiana jones uh dial of destiny now that's really interesting and here's why because indiana jones is a movie that liberals will watch conservatives will watch it is a cultural movie Mm -hmm. if american culture can be kind of put on a screen you're talking about rocky rambo Back to the Future, um, you know, Indiana Jones. Th- these are these are movies that shaped, defined, portrayed American culture in the eighties and nineties. Yep, exactly. And they're still remaking all these movies now mm-hmm. because they understand the cultural effect. Yeah. For this movie, with a fourteen point five million dollar budget, nothing to outperform that movie. Can you do me a favor? Can you find out what was the budget? On Indiana Jones. Yeah, I could pull that up. For for that to outperform it, it's really really insane. But more than it being about three hundred million dollars, the budget for Dial of Destiny. Okay. So they haven't even so, made back the money. So three hundred million, right? Minus fourteen five fourteen. <laughs> Dial of Destiny cost $285,500,000 more than this movie, and it was outperformed. Yeah. This was a David and Goliath. Now, I am not saying that these movies are in competition because they're totally different movies. But what I'm trying to illustrate that this is showing is people are hungry for truth yeah and reality yeah that is the thing Mm -hmm. we have been lied to culturally america has distrusted its government starting september 11th 2001 and it has been going down further and further and further we we do not trust our government one of the things pastor david greco taught me 
from he, he learned from ministering in Latin America uh, for 30 years or whatever, 40 years, however long he's been there, is that when a nation no longer respects its institutions, it's in trouble. Oh, yeah. So this this is a cultural downward spiral where we don't even, we're not even into the cultural things that define us we're trying to redefine all that mm-hmm. and now you have a movie like indiana jones which is an iconic movie by the way yeah i'm gonna go see it on friday night i yeah. haven't seen it yet i i enjoyed it yeah i and i my favorite one is the same one as your favorite one the the last crusade mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but but here's the thing this movie outperformed the movie but why yeah in it, your in your opinion why well, before I answer that question, it just made me realize there was no marketing from Sound of Freedom either. Like, I just watched it because you guys told me. Sarah, you and Sarah told us to watch it, so we're looking for it. But even Indiana Jones, the marketing's everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. So I knew it was coming. I was on my calendar. But, yeah, why did people on July 4th wake up and go, this is the one I want? Think of July 4th. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, I think we're in this, we're in this place where... We, where fantasy is not doing it anymore, escapism is not doing it anymore, and I think people it, want answers. Yeah, it's like yeah, what's going on? People want truth. Mm-hmm. People want freedom. People want justice. Yeah, that's what people want. Yeah, that was the even the George Floyd phenomenon. No justice, no peace. That mm-hmm. people are saying we're fed up. Yeah, and we want we want answers. Mm-hmm. This movie, it's, it's not like you go see the movie and oh my God, you're going to, you're saving the world by seeing the movie. No, you're not saving the world by seeing the movie, but your understanding of the vulnerabilities of the poor are being expanded so that you can understand the reality that hundreds of millions of people on planet earth live with. Yeah. When you're poor, you're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's the reality. Um, and that doesn't mean like if you're rich or evil, like, cause it was actually rich people who were actually helping to fund the rescuing of some of these poor and vulnerable people. Yep. Now, are there evil rich people? Sure. But there's evil poor people. Yeah. So demonizing and villainizing someone because of what they have or what they don't have or because of the color of their skin, that's all ridiculous. Yeah. It's not, it's not even accurate or fair. I think that we also have to keep in mind that the number one destination where trafficked people end up is the United States. Yeah. It's funny. You you said that in, in a sermon like a few days before this movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. Totally and that's up. true. I mean, yeah. you could fact check that. Yeah. I mean, and so, but what, why, what's the point? The point is that there's such a high demand that there, a supply appears. Yeah. And we have been given over to a reprobate and perverse mind and when you look back you know over the last 20 years it has intensified over the last three from covid Mm -hmm. (laughs) covid was really uh perversion became extra pervasive during the covid because people were locked down not everyone um but most people a lot of people were locked down and a lot of people had a lot more screen time mm-hmm. than normal. And there was a very, very aggressive push toward uh, homosexuality mm-hmm. and toward uh, transgender 
And they're also trying to redefine mm-hmm. pedophilia yep. as a map, which is a minor attracted person. Yeah. Um, this is really just wicked and evil, and it's dishonest. Mm-hmm. Um, in California today, they just passed a law that basically states that um, you are not really... Let me let me find it. I want to. I'm actually going to okay. pull it up real quick because it's really wicked mm. and really sick. In California, Democrats block bill to make child trafficking a felony. See, wow, yeah, this is this is this is America. What? Yeah, and and so, what does that mean? Well, if you can change the definition of pedophile mm. to minor attracted person, right? It's not a crime, right? Like a baby is a fetus. Yeah. If you want to kill a baby, it's a fetus. If you want to keep it, it's a baby. Yeah. I mean, that's what they did to Jews in Nazi Germany. That's what they did to black people during the Atlantic slave trade. And it's the enemy who is a deceiver. Mm -hmm. So what does the enemy do? The enemy comes to try to redefine something that is clearly defined and something that is clearly agreed upon. Yeah. And he comes to redefine something that has already been defined. And in redefining something... Once you embrace that redefinition, you're deceived. Mm-hmm. And and lies lead to bondage and truth leads to freedom. So the sound of freedom is what people are obviously hungry for. People want that. People are seeking that. This is the reality. And $45.7 million um, in the opening weekend on a movie that the budget was 14.5 tells you that this is... There's something happening in our culture. Yeah, the culture is crying out for truth, mm-hmm. for reality, for freedom, for justice. This is this is the cult because, and this is what happens when you push people too far. Yeah, and we've been pushed, and I, I personally think our society and our culture is pushing Christians and pushing conservatives and pushing reasonable people to a place of violence mm-hmm. like like the new jersey wants to the state the school wants to basically sue uh parents like sue teachers like basically teachers don't have to tell parents if the kid wants to be another sex yeah they could outright hide it yeah i mean that that's really uh it's deceptive it's mm-hmm. dangerous i mean you're talking about it's illegal for a kid to get a tattoo but you're going to hide from the parent mm-hmm. or the legal guardian that the child wants to be another gender. And they actually make the parents the oppressor in this narrative. Yeah. yeah and the parents wild. are the ones who are going to stand before God. Yeah. It's... And and so this is re- this is really an urgent thing. And, and so this is not, I just want to be clear, this is not a conservative Democrat Republic thing. This is a Christian thing. This is a human thing. Yeah. This is this is about freedom. Mm-hmm. It's about justice. It's about responsibility. And the more pervasive perversion becomes, the more society just destroys itself. Yeah. Um, now, the scripture is very clear that we should pursue, seek justice. This is Isaiah 117. Learn to do good, seek justice, rebuke the oppressor, mm. defend the fatherless, plead for the widow. This is, this is 
This is Isaiah 61. This is God talking. I, the Lord, Yahweh. When you look at the scripture, you'll see the capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. This is I, Yahweh, love justice. Um, Psalm 89, 14. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. The scripture in Psalm 68, 5 calls God a father to the fatherless and a defender of the widows. So we as Christians should seek justice. And this is this is really this was really basic, you know, a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. hundred years ago, man uh, would open the door for his wife. A man was seen as a protector. A man was seen as a provider. A man was seen, men got up and went to war. Man, you know, goes outside, kills something, drags it home. Uh, th- these, are, these are natural, normal roles that our society has worked relentlessly through marketing, media, movies, music, mm-hmm. lobbyists, entertainment, celebrities, I mean, to really manipulate the minds of a generation. Yeah. I mean, the language they use is mind share. How do we go after more mind share? Even yep. that is a, it's an agenda for your mind like yeah. right there with that language. And they're just telling you. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that you, that, you know, when you travel and you do missions and nations and you, you know, you get to experience other cultures is you just learn so much from other people. In, when I was in Rwanda, there's this thing that they said in Rwanda that the most dangerous weapon in the genocide was the radio. Wow. Um, Hitler used the radio mm-hmm. uh, and he used propaganda. Yeah. We are being hit with that very same thing mm-hmm. in our culture. And it's, it's almost like, like, I'll use the transgender thing. I don't accept who I am and you have to accept who I'm not. And if you don't, you hate me. And it's like, no, just because I disagree with you doesn't mean I hate you. Mm-hmm. And no matter how you try to redefine a pedophile, a pedophile is still a pedophile. Yeah. And all these people that are trying to redefine this, imagine if, if it was your child mm-hmm. who was taken from the bedroom. Yeah, exactly. You know, then yeah. it becomes personal. Mm-hmm. And, and for the society to just try to push this as a, a QAnon thing is really ignorant. Yeah. For them to even say that to us, they really believe we're stupid. Mm-hmm. They believe that the masses are stupid because this movie was made before Q was even a thing. <laughs> and the Q is not even a big thing anymore. No one's talking about it. it. No one's even matter. talking about yeah. it. It's culturally dead. Mm-hmm. But what about those children? Yeah. You know, we we're recording this... You know, in West New York, New Jersey, there's 50,000 uh, legal people living in one square mile. There's probably five to 20,000 undocumented people. There's a bar next door with literally bars on the window. This stuff is right here. Yep, right around us. Right here. Mm-hmm. It's right here. Yeah, when there's poverty, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, too, when you're dealing with undocumented people, there's no justice for undocumented people. Mm-hmm. That's the danger when you break the law, the law's not on your side. Yeah. 
And and so, of course, you know, God forbid someone doesn't have papers, you know, we're going to feed them, we're going to love them, we're not going to be like, hey, do you have a, you know, a green card? Like, no, we're going to love on you and bless you, but if you break the law, the law is not on your side. Yeah. And, and now they're trying to reshape and redefine laws, mm-hmm. which is less freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this movie, you know, more than a film, it's a, it's a mouthpiece for the people who are voiceless. Yeah. It's, it's revealing what's going on. And what really makes me upset is, you know, the backlash, the media backlash on this. It's like there are people behind the, the, this movie yep. that's suffering, that suffered. And you're pretty much discounting that this is not going on in their lives or it hasn't happened. Yep. And it's absolutely insane. No, it's insane. Yeah. I'm going to pull up real quick. How much money does human trafficking and we don't have to get into the details, but you and I, have you seen it before our very eyes? Hundred, Okay, here it is. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Human trafficking is the fastest growing illicit trade in the world. Human trafficking generates over $150 billion mm-hmm. in profits every year. Yeah. 40.3 million people are living as slaves worldwide. So there's more slaves right now than, than during the transatlantic slave trade. Yep. yep. So technology isn't fixing it. Nope. Facial recognition is not fixing it. Science not fixing Science it. Science is not fixing it. Nope. See? And and the more pervasive perversion becomes, the greater the demand for this. Yeah. And another thing that they're not talking about, another thing that happens with human trafficking is they go and they grab some little poor kid out of some country because some sick kid in America needs a transplant. Yeah. That's another thing mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, you're a conspiracy. No, that happens. That's yeah. real. It's documented. Yeah, it's documented. Mm-hmm. Um, so five times the population of Switzerland. Um, it, it's, it's, so it's actually saying, okay, l- listen to this. 40.3 million people uh, are living as slaves worldwide, Right. Five times the population of Switzerland. Globally, the average cost of a slave, a trafficked human, is ninety dollars. And how do you how do you assign that? that Bro, your t shirt is worth more than that. Exactly. That's that's crazy. It's disgusting. That's disgusting. Yeah. And not your t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's insane. I mean, yeah. it's totally insane. Yeah. Um, Impact Nations, my spiritual father, they're doing a great work. They're freeing. Uh, bonded laborers, slaves in Pakistan, India. I think it's India, Pakistan. It's one of those two. That that's a major thing too. Brick bricklayer, like people who make yeah, bricks. Yeah, India, India, mm-hmm. India and Pakistan mm-hmm. uh, slaves. So this is something. And and look, like this is Forbes, hundred and fifty billion dollar business of human trafficking. This is not like some freak website. Um, here's us.gov. Um. They're saying that in 2001, it was 25 million. So that means that from then, from 2001, so that means within two years, it has really exponentially grew. I mean, this, this, is, this, yeah. is, this is alarming. This is the White House website. <laughs> you, you understand? I was just on Forbes. Mm. Like, this is not some crackpot no. in his mom's basement with, you know, yeah. I mean, this yeah. is really mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And for people 
to try to dismiss this as a conspiracy, shame on them. Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. That's wrong. You know what I thought walking out of that movie, though? I thought, this is terrible. My, my heart was broken just watching that. But you know what I thought? I thought, I think 15, 20 years ago, when I didn't have Jesus, I would have just walked away not really caring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that, that that's crazy. But I, I could have disconnected from it. And, yeah. And, but then there's such a burden on Christians yeah. watching this. And I was thinking about that. Yeah. It's because it's part of our responsibility as stewards yeah. of creation, as priests, rulers, right? Yeah, kings uh, and priests, yeah, yeah. stewards of creation, and also are. as those who love our neighbor. Yeah, so I think, I'm not saying it's only Christians care about this this matter, but I think it's the responsibility of the church. Yeah, no, yeah. they are. And, yeah. I, and I, I mean, people who I know personally that are on the forefront of it, doing actually doing something about it. Like I was just with Nick Billman this year. Yeah. Nick and Rachel Billman, the, the, the Brazilian government is giving them people, mm. kids. Yeah, uh, they have rescue homes. Uh, they're doing an incredible work. If you're more, if you're interested on in actually doing something, you go to shoresofgrace.com. They're doing something. I mean, you go to Recife Brazil and see yeah. it. You could hear more about them in the Voice of Pain episode as well. Yeah, this podcast we did the Voice of Pain uh, with Nick and Rachel, and they tell some really raw stories. Yeah. Um, the women from Rescue Church—they're going to uh, the Dominican Republic, and uh, we have a partner there that we're working with, supporting monthly the ministry. We see Jesus Ministry supporting the work that they're doing there, a place called Casa de Esperanza, mm -hmm. which is the House of Hope. The Dominican government are giving. Uh, young girls to the church they have their own home and they're building a second home for them because they have they, they don't have enough space the first house is full and they live in a nice safe place they're learning they're learning they're going to school they're learning english they're they're being loved and cared for um and so lives are being transformed but the the reality of it is this really crazy in fact actually tim ballard i'm actually looking here there was actually a sting in the Dominican Republic in 2014, and uh, this is this is interesting. This is um, listen to this. I'll read this to you. Slate criticized a 2014 raid conducted by R, um, which is Underground Railroad, in mm -hmm. the Dominican Republic, saying that it was likely to have traumatized the traffic children so they're better off in captivity this is this That's is what this is how delusional it's people crazy. are yeah so by going to go going undercover with the intent of bringing these kids into freedom that's traumatizing what's traumatizing them being sexually abused mm -hmm. and, and this over is and this is slate criticizing people who are actually doing something yeah underground uh railroad which they're uh, actually doing something about it these days my mind just keeps going to isaiah 5 where he's like woe to those who call evil good and good, good evil. evil light yeah. dark and dark it's just that's what i'm seeing over and over yeah. yeah and uh well it's it's really good that this is brought into the light it's it's going mainstream whether people like it or not yeah. and yeah. no matter how much people try to discredit something the reality is that humans are suffering. Yeah. And the reality is that God cares and the church is called yep. 
to do something about it. And those are the people that we're appealing to in this yes. moment. Mm -hmm. So you may say, hey, I want to do something to help this situation. I'm, I'm going to give you three organizations right now that I know personally that are doing something. One, shoresofgrace.com. Two, impactnations.com. Three, we see jesusministries.com. Those are all ministries that are working. Uh, we see Jesus is working in the Dominican Republic. Shorts of Grace is working in Brazil. Impact Nations is working in India. And uh, I believe it might be Pakistan mm -hmm. or, or in that in that region, which I know for sure. So, I mean, these are all, this is an, this is an avenue. I mean, you have also the Underground Railroad. I mean, there's there's yeah. people that are doing something about this. And I think that you, we have to ask ourselves, what is it that we can be doing? Yeah. Uh, Pastor Reginald from Haiti, he hates orphanages. Um, not that he hates orphans, because orphanages are often basically hubs for human trafficking. That's so sad. I mean, that's, yeah. imagine going to a place for refuge and being exploited and sold. Yeah. And, and that and that's the reality. And so Haiti is the poorest country in this hemisphere. So who's ever the most poor is the most mm -hmm. vulnerable. Yeah. And this is this is a reality that you know that is happening. Yeah. Also, want to throw in um, hard places ministries in Cambodia. Cool. They've they've, they've been taking kids off the streets and protecting them. It's awesome. Yeah. Hardplaces.com. Uh, maybe hardplaces.org. If you just Google hard places, hard ministries, places. Cambodia, yep. you'll find them. Yeah. Check them out too. So, you know, these are these are some practical ways in which you can respond. Um, we see Jesus Ministries is taking a team, uh, a women's team in August and a men and women's team in September. So if you're interested in engaging in that way, going there, seeing the rescue home, seeing what's happening and seeing that the local church is at the forefront of these ministries yeah. that to me is really refreshing mm -hmm. i love what they're doing in the dominican republic it's pure it's mm -hmm. excellent uh it's well run and you don't walk in there going oh i'm in an orphanage i'm yeah. like wow this place is clean it's nice like mm -hmm. and uh last year we bought them a big tv just to be a blessing because uh, their tv broke and you know it's like if my tv broke would i want a tv for my kids yes so they should have one too you yeah, know and yeah. and uh, i like that they're doing what they're doing in the dominican republic with excellence and with care that really that really to me is really dignifying yeah and i really um appreciate that but i just want to just remind us for those who us who are uh, believers and followers of jesus like the scripture is really clear that god loves justice that we should seek justice and that God is a father to the fatherless. Amen. And I think that we have to engage in this matter. This is a gospel matter. It's a human matter, and it is yep. central to the mission of the church because the Spirit of the Lord was upon Jesus to bring freedom to captives. And, you know, that's not just people who are broken on the inside, although that's the first place God goes to work is in the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. But think about how shattered a life of a woman or a child who's been raped five or ten times a day for years. Yeah. If, if someone is raped once, do you understand the damage that that does? Mm -hmm. Someone, yeah. the, the amount of pain and trauma that people live in is, is insane. And we have to ask the Lord, how can we help? And just do it. Just yeah. do something. Yeah. yeah. And I think that this moment in our culture they kind of like sounded the alarm mm -hmm. and and blew the trumpet on this thing and and i think it was helpful yeah 
and my encouragement is don't be overwhelmed by the statistics. It's not an overnight solution that, you know, we just we could do it at one time. But, you know, even the movie, it shows that Jesus goes after the one. Yeah. The, the, the protagonist, he went after the one. It's just, you know, just one, even just one child, one person, you know, yeah. that's and really the heart. Yeah. That's the heartbeat of it. Yes. Yeah. Stop for the one, minister to one. Don't be overwhelmed. You may not be able to do everything, but you can do something. Yeah. That's one thing. And I just want to end with one more thing. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of Christians were really struggling with anxiety, addiction. A lot of Christians are addicted to porn. And if you're partaking of porn, or if you're going to strip clubs, or uh, you're engaged in uh, paying for sex, you are actually feeding the human trafficking monster. It's all connected. It's all connected. So I pray that the fear of God will come upon you, and that you would experience the love of Jesus, and that you would repent of your sins, and that you would turn from that, and no longer participate with things that are dehumanizing to vulnerable people. Because most people don't wake up and go, oh yeah, I want to be a prostitute. Uh, you know, it's it's deep poverty, pain, and vulnerability that pushes people into a situation where they're vulnerable enough to be exploited. And so I just want to encourage you that if you're struggling with pornography or perversion in your life, that there is freedom in Jesus and there's hope for you too. So no matter what you've done, no matter what's been done for you, there's hope for you in Christ, but you need to repent and you need to turn from sin. Mercy is for those who repent and who turn from their sin. That's who receive mercy, not those who continue in sin and act like it's all good. That's not all good. You know, so God is good. And he finds us where we are, and he doesn't leave us there. But the call of repentance is very clear in Scripture. Repent, change the way you think, and if you change the way you think, you'll change how you desire and how you respond and what you do. And so I just want to invite you to wholeheartedly embrace Jesus and repentance. Thanks for listening. Adam Levecki here. On behalf of DK, Kim, and I, we want to thank you for listening to the Be Transformed podcast. If you found this helpful, please subscribe, share, and review the podcast. Thanks again for listening to Be Transformed.